You're listening to Redemption Cast, Season 1, Episode 3, In the Dark. Spike and a colleague torture Angel in hopes of ascertaining the whereabouts of a ring that makes the wearer invincible. These themes are getting better. Yeah. You're really turning them out. Well, the name of the episode is In the Dark, and that's a song by The Darkness. <laughs> ah. Who are we? Oh, uh, I'm Robin. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> I'm Kimberly. This is Gabby. And I'm Lirio. I've Hello. never heard that song before. No, really? What? It was a huge hit about seven years ago. Yeah. yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> Super falsetto. <laughs> like uh, Marcus was trying to get uh, Angel to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> what a creepster. Creeper McCreeperton. <laughs> creepster. <laughs> Wow. I, uh, they put a lampshade on it. They hung a lampshade on it. The angel is a detective because Oz mm-hmm. says, have you got a hat and gun? It's <laughs> <laughs> not just things. Yeah, it's funny that Oz is just as incredulous about them being detectives. <laughs> I love Oz. <laughs> At the very beginning of this episode, I found myself extraordinarily angry (laughs) very 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 angry because here we are again with some woman who needs to be rescued and and i'm like are we doing this every week and then and then like a glimmer of light (laughs) up in the sky james marsters as spike shone upon us what can only be described as the light of non-idiocy and non-stupidity and non-stereotypism <laughs> and turned the whole thing upside down in itself and I loved his commentary that I shall not speak <laughs> for fear of upsetting Robin and Kimberly. And Gabby and Stephanie <laughs> and myself. I can tell you right now that I am not going to use that as my quotes this week because I cannot do it justice. <laughs> it is such perfection. No, I it's not because he mispronounces a word that is extraordinarily important. Like high jinx? Worse. <laughs> it was worse than high jinx. <laughs> oh, is this the poof thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't say puff? Yes. Uh, whatevs. Whatevs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that opening scene was amazing, mm-hmm. so funny, mm-hmm. and I was hooked from go. Loved it. <laughs> <sighs> Who's sighing? Yes. Okay, Andy. me. <laughs> Tell it's us a good about sign, it. Not like a uh, sigh. Okay, good. no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't my. Uh, it was a. <sighs> Are you going to start walking very, in a triangle too? I was too? very happy to see. I was, of course, I was very happy to see Spike, mm-hmm. and it made me hate the series less. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm really upset in the way that these two series are going. Why? Buffy's a weakling loser, and Angels. <laughs> A chauvinist. 
<laughs> and I, 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 I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm sorry if I've been spoiled, but apparently Joss Whedon's this feminist, mm-hmm. and we're we're supposed to be seeing, you know, not this. But we're well, maybe we'll this. see some episodes in the future where some men need some help. I hope so. Well, you know, in the opening credits, there's that guy blubbering like a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not well, going to say the super sexist thing. Well, I'm just thinking he's helping out whoever pays the most. I know. Well, hold on. <laughs> I don't think anybody's getting paid. I don't think anybody's getting paid. I'm sorry, Cordy. But there is no way. You know, I mean, I, I agree with the whole stance that she has on the I word. And, you know, I, as a self-employed person, I also, you know, hand out many of those things. And hopefully they do all get paid. But I'm sorry. But that was really cute. <laughs> that was or really very invoice? cute. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so uh, yeah, she really fills out that orange top, huh? <laughs> oh, it's okay. Uh, okay. No, we've already been googling Robin. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, John, let me know that she posed for Playboy. I wasn't aware of this, so <laughs> yeah. we've seen a lot of her this evening. Oh. <laughs> and Mercedes McNabb. <laughs> uh, you mean last week, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oops. Yeah. What are we really but, like? Gonna bullshit people about when we record these? <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. The mental, the, the mental energy it would take me to keep track of that is not worth the illusion that we're recording once a week. Clearly, because I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> with the scheduling and my brain and making sure stuff's in the right order. Just blame Debbie. We haven't done that in a while. <laughs> she was drinking all day. Yeah. Can you let Debbie know that I had an eggnog latte <laughs> yesterday <laughs> that and that I really loved it? really pissing Debbie off. Mm. <laughs> because Debbie can't get one in the town that she is in, but everybody else in the oh. freaking world can get one. Darn it. <sighs> I digress. Okay, the, yes, uh, elevator, the elevator in Angel's apartment, it goes really, really slow. So on film, they speed, it up, they speed up the film to get the oh, elevator really? down quick. Yes. Oh, that's, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. that's really good. So notice, notice the elevator next time. <laughs> Oz, uh, Oz comes to town. <laughs> and they show him driving up. And yes. I don't know, that felt a little unnecessary. Well, yeah, it comes back in later because of when he saves the day. I know, but you know what else is a little odd? What? How come he didn't bring the rest of the band with him? Oh. <laughs> I thought they all drove to gigs the together. Why would he, he bring the first? Ba- Why would he bring the band to Angel Investigations? It's just he, he dropped them off and he's gonna go. They don't know he's a vampire, Alirio. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I guess the, they don't know he's a werewolf. And besides, you know, Cordy, <laughs> Cordy, Cordy, Cordy doesn't want to see Devin. You mean half shirt? <laughs> She'll steal his, <laughs> steal his baby tea. <laughs> half shirt. Back. She'll reclaim her shirt. <laughs> you guys remember they used to date, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. No. <laughs> well, now you know. Now I remember. <laughs> when was that? Season two? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so when, when Oz arrives, Angel really didn't seem that happy to see him. <laughs> Oz didn't seem very happy to be there. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just their interaction back and forth. And you think that it'd be a little bit more animation, but no. (laughs) Because they're both so... What's the word? Brooding. Laconic, yeah. So, Um, why wasn't Angel happy to get the ring? Because he hates himself. And he doesn't feel he deserves it. Just Uh. like Buffy... Ugh. He doesn't trust himself. He, he's again. It's the whole alco- alcoholism thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> Angel's he, an he alcoholic has, now. <laughs> he's a bloodaholic. <laughs> if he has ultimate power, he's going to, uh, you know, he he 
he could help a lot, but he also could slip off the deep end and not, and be completely invincible on, on top of that, and nobody be able to stop him. Unless the, they can reach awesome his hand. Sorry? Unless they can reach his hand. Because that's all it seems to take to get that ring off of somebody. <laughs> oh, I didn't expect you to be able to reach my hand. Fuck! Failed again! Get, it's because it's not sized. Get it melted, make a toe ring, wear socks. <laughs> the end. And ski boots, don't forget ski boots. <laughs> so I, I actually, uh, I would have loved to have seen the night that uh, Cordy described with uh, Doyle getting inebriated while 18-year-old Cordy and Oz are forced to deal with him weeping over Angela's a- ashes and <laughs> calling Oz Bam Bam. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we get that? Yeah, why don't we? Snap <laughs> flashback. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> so I think this is the first time we really open up on the sewers. Uh, we have a little moment in the, the sewers. sewers. <laughs> what do you think of the sewers? Well, you know. It's the most of transportation during no the day, right? no catacombs of Paris, yeah. but I guess it'll do. <laughs> so how did... When Doyle turns into that thing, does he have, like, psychic visions or, like, he can see through brick? Like, how did he know the <laughs> ring was there? I think he smelled it, didn't he? Yes, yeah, I think the, he senses the blowfish has a very acute sense of smell. Mm-hmm. Really? He, he used to be know. a mason, and he can tell where any kind of loose brick is. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, what? What did I miss? <laughs> but see, here's the thing. You guys laugh, but that's just the kind of insight you get when you start watching these things out of order. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> oh, did you describe on the last episode that how you guys watched, how she watched it out of order? Maybe. Okay. I don't remember. That was last week. That's true. That was a while ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so you know, I'm gonna. Ask, I love. I'm sorry, Luria. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to ask: Can you guys spoil me? Will someone ever pay them? <laughs> Is that a spoiler? Can you tell me if someone's going to bother ever paying these people? Yes. Why? I mean, depends what you mean by payment. <laughs> Cash payment, check payment, credit card payment. Hmm. <laughs> Probably some rich philanthropist. Ooh, what was that? <laughs> you okay? Someone fall down. I couldn't tell if that was here. Or... <laughs> okay. You got some very good headphones then. <laughs> <laughs> um. So someone's actually going to pay them. Wow. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't think collection. <laughs> Oh, what, Robin? I don't think she does. Oh, she doesn't? She goes to, She starts to? <laughs> Spoiler alert! I don't now, know. Now I expect someone to reach into their wallet and die of a heart attack. <laughs> uh, so you know, I love the... Go ahead. I'm so sorry, Robin. Go. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was no, you go ahead. Damn it. No. I love... <laughs> I love the idea that Spike is way too impatient to stick to his own carefully laid out plan. <laughs> like, that might have come off as a joke, but I can totally see that as being Spike. Like, I am sick of waiting. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, low tolerance for waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and did you guys see Angel's reflection in his car windows? No. No. Oh, I'm not looking at uh. stuff like that anymore. <laughs> oh really? They, <laughs> something that happens later was driving me nuts. What when he burst into flames? <laughs> and he was wet all of a sudden. <laughs> when they were when they were fighting under the boardwalk, and I'm like, um, it's sunlight, it's daytime, it's not but it's not direct sunlight, yo. Oh my yeah. god! I know. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it awesome, Gabby? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think too. I think it's awesome that only direct sunlight can set a vampire on fire. <laughs> Indirect, no. No. It has to do with refraction. 
I have to say, there's that. That's probably one scene where I'm like, "All right, come on." <laughs> I'm done apologizing. Okay, what I love is when he's supposed to be walking in the sunlight when he's wearing the ring. It's obviously dusk. <laughs> no, it's like he's supposed to be direct. It's supposed to be a big scene where he's in direct sunlight, and it yeah. looks like it's just like it's like it's. It's about to be completely dark. (laughs) (laughs) And they get this weird shot of some cute little girl. It's like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think that was (laughs) terrifically shot there. Bruce. Yeah, but in the uh, the first, in the pilot episode, (laughs) Josh talks about how they're always, you know, battling the sun and uh, when it needs to be dark. The sun starts coming up before they can get the shot, or it needs to be light, and the sun right. goes down. So they're always. But I'm I'm sorry. I don't run a multi-million-dollar production. I don't. I'm not in charge <laughs> of dozens of people's schedules. I don't have to deal with teamsters. You sound like unfrozen caveman producer. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. I am just but an unfrozen caveman. <laughs> but. Wouldn't it be possible to use, uh, let's say, a watch? <laughs> and let's say the predicted sunrise and sunset times, available in every paper that I've ever opened, to plan these things? But maybe production takes too long. Or like I said, escape. I am but an unfrozen caveman. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, yes. I find your world... Strange and confusing and frightening. But, yeah, this whole thing about not being able to find the proper lighting is such a cop-out. Mm. Uh-huh. Like, were they spreading like themselves too thin or something? Was there lots of staff sharing or what? Probably. I don't want to well, poop on the show. I'm a big fan of this show, frankly. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it more than parts of Buffy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it's more adult and there isn't as much whining. Um but maybe that was just the last episode of Buffy we watched. But still, there's there's this kind of more mature element to it, um, and it's it's it would be nice to have certain things not feel so amateurish, especially since they already had three seasons of practice on Buffy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got to give them a break. Imagine what Angel would be like if it started alongside Buffy. <laughs> yeah, but that's not relevant because that's not what happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm I'm expecting better because I I've seen better from this group I of just, people. Do you know what I mean? The way I rationalize it, the all of the you know the drawbacks, the the uh, my all my issues with the shows. I just think Joss must have had a lot on his plate running two shows at mm-hmm. one time. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not surprised. And again, please, people, don't get me wrong. I'm really enjoying this show. But it just kind of, I guess it surprises me when certain things that seem so, eh, come yeah, up. Yeah, especially you know what I mean? these days, everything that's on television is 100%, qu- you know, quality. Oh, there, gosh, you, yeah. you, there is no bad actors on television these days. They will, you know, every, uh, Well, <laughs> <laughs> I won't follow okay. you down that road, Steph. All right, but I mean, you know, the scene... The scene where Riley gets the books knocked on top of his head, that awkward, <laughs> that's not on television these days. Yeah. Um, well, I will tell you about that, that I, the scene, the, the end scene there with the pier and everything. They actually wanted something to look like Santa Monica Pier, but it was way too much money, obviously, to shut that down. So they rented another pier out. It was like a, a pier that... it. it is up for private use for parties and stuff like that. So um, they might have been restricted by the times they had that pier. I don't know. Mm. Like that was all set up for a day of shooting. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and they had to pull off that whole effect with uh, Angel catching fire and knocking Marcus <laughs> into the water, where he looks obviously soaked in gasoline as he's running towards. No, he's actually <laughs> soaked in. Uh... Um, anti-fire gel or whatever they wear. <laughs> it's like this really quick burning gel, but it anyway. Yeah. Well, I say Petrolo, you say Retardo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. 
No, I do not. I do not ever say that. Well, I just said that ridiculous thing. Who are you sources, Robin? Then I put my purple sunglasses on. And, um, <laughs> yes, right. yes, yes. Now, let's get to the most important part of the episode. Okay. Angel doing Tai Chi? No. Okay. The Tai Chi stuff. I don't know if I told you this from the last time he did Tai Chi, but there are these group of like elderly Asian ladies that do Tai Chi every morning outside my parents' house. And that's all I can think about when Angel's doing its Tai Chi. Are these like, these, they're like, Maybe eighty years old, and they're out there wearing their sun visors and like their tracks. Oh, sun visors! And, and yeah. That is all I can think of, and I was like, "This is so funny." Okay, done. Sorry, Lirio. <laughs> the most important part of this episode was the torture. Yes. Oh yes! Great torture. Awesome. That guy didn't look very menacing, but what? I he didn't look creepy. Marcus, I think he's like one of the most standout one-off vampires that we've had. I mean, I think he's scarier than Luke ever was. If I saw him just (laughs) walking around, I wouldn't think he was scary. Oh, Luke. Even on a pier with sunglasses? (laughs) We should all be very scared. He's a child molester. Is he a child molester or he just likes to... Kill children. He's killing is a children. form of molestation, is it not? <laughs> yeah, In the good old <laughs> I've been molested sense. Mm-hmm. I say he likes children, so whatever we can get out of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Marcus. I mean, Lucas. Luke. Whatever. My brain is fried. But Marcus is better than Luke because he didn't go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. He quickly stole that ring. Uh, I just think, wait, uh, the uh, shooting the ceiling to let the light in mm-hmm. is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, why didn't they film the scene Marcus where the... Is. Sorry, go ahead, Robin. I was saying is it shows you how brilliant Marcus is because following Angel rules, the Angel Lane gets burned by direct sunlight, so he knows exactly mm-hmm. where to shoot on the ceiling where sunlight is directly on at that moment. Yes. Not <laughs> <laughs> indirect, direct. <laughs> I, was, I was actually quite upset that they didn't film the follow-up scenes where the bullets come crashing down other holes and hit Marcus on the shoulder. <laughs> so I have a I have a, a little quote from uh, David Boreanaz about the torture scene. Okay. Says, I was uh, thin then. I miss those days. What's that? Was his quote, I was thin then. I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says, you hurt me deeply, Illyrio. You hurt me deeply. No. Uh, <laughs> says, uh, my arms are killing me. I had just gotten into a car accident going to work. I got hit from behind, so my back was pretty jolted up. And I went to work, and I hand- had to hang on that stirrup, and my back was jolted. So it was a pretty weird day, but I got through it. What a drama queen. Bless <laughs> his heart. Aw, bless his pee-picking heart. <laughs> Does anyone think that scene was a little homoerotic? <sighs> yes. Yes. The way that he lightly caressed his chest. I was like, oh, what's going on? And then the full-on penetration. And did you have a problem with it? I gotta say, a hot poker through an armpit looks very painful. (laughs) That was worse. That made me cringe worse than the one through his stomach. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been uh, more enjoyable for the fans if Spike was doing all that stuff to him. Not this weirdo creepo. Yes. I predict they will want one day just have sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and can we say... Okay. Okay, Stephanie! Stephanie! What? Did you hear Stephanie? <laughs> that wasn't me. That was me. <laughs> I was going to say, or was it? Was that me? That I don't know it. It's both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Could I just say, this is the second time that Spike has referred to Angel as his sire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, uh, I have a quote from Joss here for you. Okay. <laughs> he says this back, he actually said this back before this episode was made. So um, this was like in 1998. He says, Angel made Drew her maid Spike. Sire means you come from their line, not just that they made you. Ah. So that's that's his cover up from that. Is that a spoiler alert? <laughs> no, no, he's that I, I the date on it is nineteen ninety eight, so I would assume that 
he wasn't spoiling his series a year ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was talking about this back during during uh-huh. season two when Spike yeah. first mm-hmm. came. It, what was it? Uh, school hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who am I, sire man? <laughs> <laughs> That's like Christopher Walken. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I had this plan laid out. <laughs> Careful plan. <laughs> long, long plan. <laughs> but I can't wait. Angel. <laughs> so I hid the ring of Amara <laughs> up my... <laughs> <laughs> For six months. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But Spike uh, tells Angel that, about Parker that he mistreated Buffy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that he burned got him. Pissed. More brooding. Slutty the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many like younger viewers didn't know what the record player was and how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the last time I saw a record player in a show. Fresh Prince of Bel Air? <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. I just thought it was super funny. <laughs> oh, that's you're right. The one where he sings the Dream Girl song to. Uh... <laughs> Never mind. Look it up on YouTube, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Marcus is torturing and torturing and torturing and Spike figures he can't wait. He has to go find it and can't find it. And then he somehow convinces Oz and Cordy and Doyle. Doyle. Oz was there too, right? Or was it just Cordy and Doyle at that point? It was just Cordy and Doyle. Okay. Oz was at his gig. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's playing at that strip club with the the free buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they all have free buffets? They do here. What? Some have excellent breakfasts. Mm. (laughs) So you've heard, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, food in strip clubs don't exactly... It doesn't work for me. It doesn't sound appetizing. They don't Uh strip on the salad bar. (laughs) I know, but some of them are eating wings. Wait a second, Gabby. Do they? (laughs) (laughs) No, there's this one club, gentleman's club here in Jacksonville, that's supposed to have the best breakfast in town. They play the commercial on the radio all the time. Wow. (laughs) I swear that's how I know. <laughs> and they agree that they'll find it for him. I found that weird. Uh-huh. If they were really scared, but I thought Doyle was a demon. Why is he scared of Spike? Scared because he's of only half a demon. He's still half human. Hmm. Oh yeah. No, he's panicked at people on the phone. House of Pies. <laughs> Frankie Tripod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. Say, Thinking oh. of coupling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Patrick. So uh, there's a couple of things in here that might be are, are fun to note for uh, people who actually have seen the entire series before. Um, and I can say without spoiling, but, um, they do drive by, uh, the Orpheum Theater, which is, which is, uh, the set for an episode in the future that's really good. And they also drive by the, uh, Sony Picture Studios and that their office building, uh, becomes quite important in the show. Not as Sony Picture Studios, but (laughs) the outside shot of it. So, uh, I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh, is that where... The um, not the senior partners are. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't say. Mm-hmm. 
You mean Spike and Drew? <laughs> yeah, it looks like my theory went out the window. Hopefully it'll be Drew and whatever demon she was banging. <laughs> yeah, you know it would be great yeah. if we find out later that Doyle and Drew had a thing? That would be awesome. And that's why he's scared. Ooh. But Drew's... But Doyle's not immortal. No. no? But Drew's a slut. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> I want to. Do we get a backstory on where Doyle like, gets his really awesome shirt? <laughs> Same places where Xander got his. Yeah. Oh, his really great sweaters. Yeah, Andy Rivers. There is actually an episode coming up about this uh, demon that 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 is infesting a thrift store. <laughs> That's what it was. Awesome! I'm so wow, excited. Really? Love it. Is the demon really? blonde? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'm all out of points. Yeah, you know, I love this episode, but I have like three paragraphs here. <laughs> <laughs> so much spike to to watch and stuff. It was very, you know, who has time to write things down when you're watching an episode like this, right, Kim? Exactly. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a few Wait, more what? things. What? What? What does that mean? I was alluding to when you watch the episode. <laughs> I watch it right before we record. That's no lie. I know. No secret. <laughs> no. <laughs> My only two points I wrote down were Spike! Exclamation point. And my next, next one was Oz! Exclamation point. <laughs> and then I wrote Frankie Tripod! Hot LOL! <laughs> 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 Those are my three notes. <laughs> I, I, I have a question because something kind of bothered me and maybe it's yeah. just me. <laughs> um, but did anybody else get the feeling that this crossover was a little, like, in some places a little clunky and awkward to try to lure the Buffy View viewers into watching this series just in case they weren't? How so? <laughs> okay, it's, granted, I, you know, didn't exactly watch them the right way, so maybe that's where my problem <laughs> <laughs> but it was just strange to all of a sudden, like, oh, everybody loves Oz, everybody loves Spike, and then all of a sudden, boom, they just both happen to be in this episode of Angel, kind of just luring people in. Hmm. I think people were watching anyway. I, I, don't, I don't know. I would just assume that people who watched mm-hmm. Angel would, would watch Buffy. It was on right after Buffy. Yeah. And you remember back then, remotes... People start to get up sometimes and change the oh, television. It was horrible. <laughs> that was back when uh, Johnny Depp destroyed hotel rooms back then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now he just lives on his island. Yeah. Um, I actually have a few more points. <laughs> Go for it, man. Okay. Maybe I could run through them bullet style and you guys can stop me if you want me to. No, no. Want to talk Carry about. on. Okay, so um, Rachel looks like Sunday. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I thought Sunday. it was Sunday. Like, what Me the heck? too. Sunday's back. Um, Lenny actually uh, bookends this episode very nicely when he talks about how it's downtown LA at night and nobody cares. And then when Angel is destroying the ring, he's talking about you know who will watch watch the people in the night or whatever he's talking about. I thought that was a cop-out because he doesn't need sleep, so he could just work 24 hours a day. Vampires need like, their sleep. Like a construction worker in Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. But, uh, if um, you did your research, you would know I am 100% accurate. <laughs> they can build 100-story skyscrapers in two weeks. They don't sleep. They just build and build and build and build <laughs> all the time. How does uh, how does Cordy know what bong water smells like? Hmm. Yeah. Well, she did go out with half shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, that freaky church on Sunset that Rachel talks about—it's got to be one? from uh, Anne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love hearing Cordy recalling Buffy episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I, I love hearing that. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, uh, how does Marcus not see the stake at, at Angel's feet? Like, with him struggling with the stake. Like, he, there's nothing around him, nothing obstructing his view, but yet he's, like, looking... He was, he was staring at Angel's chest. I guess. Couldn't look away. Why would he look at his ugly feet? <laughs> um, why, throw, why, why throw the real ring, <laughs> Doyle? Uh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Why didn't they have a decoy ring? Yeah. Um, Oz, <laughs> Oz pulls a B.A. Baracus. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't get me on no plane, fool. <laughs> oh no, yeah, wait, that, that's that's a different B.A. Baracus move. <laughs> and Spike pulls a Michael Jackson, <laughs> uh, and uh, and finally, I have something from uh, Tim Minear, who is uh, who is hearing that basically there he's um, that Angel destroying the ring is almost like there's complaints that it was like almost like Gloria Stewart throwing the. The diamond necklace at the heart of whatever <laughs> the end of the Titanic. But he says here, uh, um, that's not the problem I have with the ending of Titanic. My problem with the ending of Titanic is that she throws it in the water as if it means that something about Jack, it, it, that it means something about Jack. It's got nothing to do with Jack. It was the other guy's diamond, and I have no idea why she's throwing it in the water. But in this episode, it makes perfect sense for Angel to destroy the ring. Can he be trusted? That's the whole point of this series. If he has the power to be invincible, what would happen if he spent an eternity as Angelus? It's too dangerous. Is there any other vampire in history of the Jospers that has a soul? No. So the only person that could possibly wear that ring would be Angel, and Angel knows that he can't be trusted. Think about Jenny Calendar. In that light, the ending makes perfect sense to me. That's mm-hmm. my and nobody disputes it. Excellent. <laughs> wow. Nah, I would have kept it. I would have worn it. I would have been twice the badass. I think he's. Mm-hmm. I think he's a giant poof. <laughs> You're not pronouncing that right. I know. <laughs> I honestly, I think he's a little. Uh, I think the whiny McWinerton has rubbed off on him from all his time spent with Buffy. Uh-huh. I think this kind of self-doubt. Oh, maybe I did. I would. I will. I do something wrong. You know. I don't know. You I'm tired of all these weak angel. main characters. I want archetypes. Damn it. Want <laughs> <laughs> familiarity. Yeah, I mean that in jest. I, I actually quite appreciate the whole nuance <laughs> character thing. But I don't know how to react to it. <laughs> I'd like to see him bad again. Oh, Just for, oh like, boy, here we don't go. Don't tease me with your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'd like to see him struggling with being bad by doing something bad. Like, even just for, like, a little taste of it. Like the taste of blood that they cut mm-hmm. out? Yeah. <clears throat> I hope they have a split personality episode. Mm-hmm, that'd be great. We're like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, but with Angel and Angelus? Anything with Angelus would be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know this series is called Angel Without, Without Us. <laughs> yes. That's right. <sighs> so I, I, my, my points are all done. Sorry. <laughs> no one else? Nope. No. All right, time for the feedback. Love you, man. Love you, man. Uh, Missy Pool. Hi, Skarg. Spy. <laughs> Gabby and Spike. An angel. Wink. <laughs> I thought someone else was in Oz's van. That's going to make no sense if you didn't read my email for harsh light of day. Oh, we didn't get that. Darn. Or we did, but we didn't have time for it. Sorry. Sorry. Spike's running commentary of Rachel and Angel talking is a fan fave scene. Yes, it is. Awesome. Get a kick out of Oz and Spike making jokes about Detective Angel. (laughs) This is clearly why Cordy is never mentioned on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) She's so awkward and chatty around Sunnydale folk. I love the little exchange she and Oz have. 
Six Itachi uh, Angel. Oh, how I've missed you. Flattery <laughs> will get you everywhere when it comes to Cordelia until she realizes the compliments are coming from a mass murderer. I'm sure that Doyle asked Harmony if Spike's staking her was fun funny, she'd say no. But he's so friggin' chipper about staking Angel that every time I watched in the dark, I wanted him to do it. I re- really would be funny. Notice Angel walks around the sunlight, streaming <laughs> through Rachel's apartment window. <laughs> Smells like bong water in here, Cordy. Sorry to steal anyone's quote. I just love that that's her observation. Who didn't giggle at Cordelia regaling Doyle with Spike Sunnydale history? Clearly, edge of your seat story- storytelling. <laughs> Doyle looked nervous. Angel and Spike's relationship is like Oscar and Felix from The Odd Couple, and it only gets better. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. That's right, they're... Imp- they're implying he is a pedophile. If you were wondering how dark this show would get, it's so dark. Pedophilia is a subject that's broached. Marcus creeps me out. Gotta love Angel's answers to Marcus's stupid what do you want question. Dress sneakers? <laughs> I actually own a pair of their, their, their like really nice looking hiking shoes. Sneakers. And I can wear them to work. No issues. So I sympathize with Angel there. <laughs> Spike really enjoyed spilling the the the, uh, the uh, smarmy Parker and Buffy beans to Angel. <laughs> Boy, Doyle is doing everything to make sure Cord doesn't find out he's half and half. What does he think she'll do? She works for Angel. Ha! I remember being so surprised by Oz's entrance at the torture shed. He looks good wielding two crossbows. <laughs> Where did he get those, by the yeah, way? So. Were those like from Angel's stockpile? <laughs> Probably. From his sure. weapons cache? Or maybe he brought it from Giles's. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Can't be too careful. Yeah. That's the pot calling the kettle pale, Oz. <laughs> LOL worthy. Wouldn't it be funny if the only reason Angel was brought back was to play golf? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, PGA. Goodbye, Ring of Amara. What a waste. Ha ha, uh-huh. Angel nearly gave Marcus Doyle's mother. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Miss A. <laughs> Miss A. <laughs> All right. I have one from Bradders. It says, greetings, Grax and guest. There's no guest. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's part two of a spike return. Uh, oh, yeah, and Oz shows up in L.A., too. Angel saves a poor woman in distress, as usual. I'd love to make up some monologue about that, but I think Spike just said it so awesomely. <laughs> Cracks me up every time. It always occurred to me, why would Buffy give the ring to Angel? What happens if he gets a happy? It's probably good that <laughs> Buffy didn't give it to him in person, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, Bradders, you kill me. Uh... <laughs> Spike is hitting on all the ladies, it appears, as it seemed Cordy was his next target. Angel finds Spike only to be caught by a torture vampire, Marcus. Marcus is really terrifying, and it seems to, seems to be getting off of torturing, torturing Angel, which is kind of butters. Means nasty. Okay. <laughs> Yet Angel seemed to be opening up to Marcus. Angus, anyone? <laughs> only if it's Angus MacGyver. <laughs> Once again, Spike gets his plan foiled by Team Angel And Oz, the cowboy, comes to the rescue too Love how random the show is when Marcus suddenly puts on some sunglasses I mean, why would you buy them if you were a vampire? I've ever heard anyone say Ah, the moon is in my eyes <laughs> Spike never learns, does he? <laughs> That's twice now he's been caught in the sun and he wasn't even drunk this time. Lovers walk, anyone? Um, In comes Flaming Angel to save the day once again as he crashes into the water. Marcus is killed! Hooray! And why, oh, why does Angel destroy the ring? Is he that dumb? I mean, he'd be invincible. Why wouldn't... Who wouldn't want to be like that? Finally, how does Angel know... Doyle's mom. I was almost expecting Angel to follow up by saying, No, Doyle. I am your father. (laughs) I mean, it it could happen. Angel is 243 years old, for crying out loud. And yes, I'm a Star Wars geek, too. 
Anyway, loving the show, guys. Hope you love this episode. Definitely a 10 out of 10. Spikes. Laters <laughs> from Bradders. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Thank yeah, you. That's like a, your mama joke. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but they were popular. Those are all horrible jokes, by the way. <laughs> I appreciate the horribleness of them, though. You should respect your mother. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> like no other. <laughs> uh, Let me read Lisa Gomez's feedback from the Facebook group. I love, love, love this episode. Every time Spike shows up in an episode, it, he electrifies it. I don't know. I don't. I don't think there is anyone that pushes Buffy's buttons the way Spike does. I literally yell out when Spike is revealed with his hair, no less. Haha. Ha. I love Harmony, but I love. Are we reading for the right? <laughs> Am I reading the right thing? I literally yell out when Spike is revealed with his hair. Yeah, that's no that's, less. That's, that's from last week, isn't it? Last week. I think that's for the um, Buffy episode. Yeah. Harmony's not on Angel. <laughs> what? You said Harmony. She said Harmony. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me start right here. Oh. <laughs> Nothing is more epic to me than Spike and Angel's rivalry. The two mm. actors play off each other so well. I love them too. I love them too so much. I have an an Angel Spike inspired tattoo. If anyone wants to see it, let me know. I'll post a picture. I want to see that, yes. Lisa Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taryn Miller says, "As for in the dark, oh my gosh, I just lost my place." As for in the dark, all I have to say is that the opening scene is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Danny Robertson. I noticed two cases of James Marsters not pronouncing words properly, although I'm only halfway <laughs> through in the dark right now, so if I notice any more, I'll post them. Squirrel. He pronounced it the American way, squirrel. The British way is to break it into two syllables. Poof, he pronounced it like roof. The correct way is similar to puff. 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 You puff. I'd say the closest uh, sound is the oo in good. Uh Oh, it says... um, in this comment, uh, he found where somebody asked, uh, I have a question on your accent. Why is it poof and not puff? Because I'm a dumb American and it's supposed to be puff. Tony tries to help me with this stuff, but it just somehow, uh, sometimes he's not on the set. Poof, puff, puff. <laughs> Gets it right now. <laughs> now, is that the Australian or English? It's both puff. He tries to get him. Gonna have to tell them not to write in that word in. I just can't get it right. He once told me, James, say ass. It's not arse, it's ass. We say it like the rest of the world. Hmm. All right. <laughs> um, we have one from Shelly and one from Rachel here. Does anybody want to read either of those? Which one's shorter? <laughs> well, it depends. They both compete in font size. Oh wow, they sure do. <laughs> These are my two favorite listeners. I love them. Let's see. I'll read Rachel's. All right. Hi, Skarg. First off, I learned my lesson from the Doppelang Gang. Wait, Doppelgang Lane podcast. <laughs> And will not gush about Spike's monologue. The only thing I will say is that I find it deliciously ironic when Spike mocks Angel's carefully coiffed hair, while Spike has the most perfectly peroxide hair that looks plastered <laughs> to his head with Elmer's glue. It's not. It's not plastered to his head. I thought it was. <laughs> anyway, despite a few nitpicks, which I'll leave to you, I love this episode. I love how the gem of Amara, the impetus for this crossover, is used quite differently in the two in two very different stories. In the harsh light of day, it serves mostly as a plot device to bring Spike back to Sunnydale, only to have him lose it and then follow it to L.A. 
in in the dark, it drives the entire plot and has a huge impact on both Angel. Sorry. Of his series. I love that dog. It also reinforces how much darker Angel the series is willing to go. I can't picture a vampire sadistic torturer who is also a pedophile on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or extensive scenes of brutal torture, or a vampire who's not only who not only refuses the gift of immortality, but is also willing to die to protect children from said predatory vampire. Another contract is the three naive young women in the harsh light of day, who at the end are confused and miserable. And here we have the three powerful vampires who are all fighting over the ring, each for very different reasons. I like the Rachel subplot, mostly because I love to hear angels say my name. Serving <laughs> 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 as a parallel, despite its obviousness to both Buffy and Angel's doomed relationship. And Angel's... Um, arduous quest for redemption. And I love the contrast of the awkwardly Cordy and Oz reunion and the friendly (laughs) terseness of Angel and Oz. I think Angel and Oz uh, like and understand each other, but if they had their own show, there'd be very little dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) And Spike, you're quite menacing here. When you threatened Cordelia, I believed you. Your hatred of Angel is almost palpable, and your taunting of him about Buffy probably hurt him more than those hot pokers. But you and your wily Coyote plans. First, (laughs) your brilliant plan to get... First, your brilliant plan to get the ring is to torture the most stubborn vampire in the world who survived 100 years of torture in hell. And you hire a vampire to do it, and then you tell Angel that this vampire is a notoriously vicious pedophile who has absolutely no interest in the ring. Yes, I'm sure that bit of information will have no impact on Angel's stubbornness. Spike, you should have kidnapped Cordelia for any random per- or any random person or child, threatened to torture them, and Angel would have given you the ring in a heartbeat. Of course, then Angel would just rip that stupid ring off your finger like Buffy did, but at least you would get to wear it for another five minutes. And Angel is quite the hero in this episode. In the last episode, five victims died before he identified the demon, and at the end, he was cowering before the fiery demon bartender who had to be saved by Kate. However, here... He resists the temptation of the ring, endures at least 15 hours of brutal torture, throws himself into full sunlight to protect innocent children, knowing that he'll catch on fire, kills the <laughs> kills the pedophiliac vampire, and retrieves the ring. It was so touching to watch Angel walk in the bright sun for the first time in 243 years, staring up at the sun and all, and seeing the happy children playing in the sand. Of course, he's going to destroy the ring, and not just for the reason he gives Doyle. Oh, Angel, your nobility is just too much for this poor girl's heart. The road to redemption is long and hard, but hey, look on the bright side. Now you have another thing to brood about in the dark. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome email. Thank you very much. <laughs> Did you say there was a Shelly email? Shelly! Shelly! Hi, Scargy ones. I feel sad when I hear about people who watch and enjoy Buffy but never give Angel a chance. They miss out on so much, like the opening mm-hmm. scene in this episode, which I think is one of the funniest scenes in the entire <laughs> Buffyverse. I happen to love Angel the Series, and sure, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there are some awful sodding episodes and some seasons that are not as good as other seasons. But overall, it's a very mature, exciting, and complex show with lots of great writing. Douglas Petrie wrote many of my favorite Buffy episodes, and I think he is just amazing here. Spike and Marcus are truly menacing. I know some people don't think Angel should have destroyed the ring, but think about this. What if having the ring made Angel way too happy at some time in the future? And if Angelus ever got a hold of that ring... May I once again point out the wonderful score by Christophe Beck and Robert Kral. Really enjoying the new podcast. I like having the feedback later after hearing your impressions of the episode. And as usual, Illyrio's song choices have been great. Love you guys. Shalay. All right. That was feedback. Folks, if you want to send us feedback, you can. It's as easy as... Sending us an email. Redemptioncast at gmail.com. Or if you have a telephone device, you can call us at... Crap. 260-60... 
Skarg? <laughs> Skarg? You're not sure? I'm not sure. Well, you know what, folks? Call 26060-SCARG and leave a voicemail as though it's us anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? You might make a friend. You might make a friend. You can follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash RedemptionCast. RedemptionCast! You can go to RedemptionCast.blogspot.com to see some show notes. You can download directly there. You can subscribe in iTunes. You can also join the Potential Cast Facebook group. Facebook.com slash groups slash potential cast, and uh, you can have some non spoilery talks about Angel the Series, as, long as, as well as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And we definitely want to hear more from you. Yeah. So, I think we're going to rate now. All right. I really loved this episode. I thought it was wonderful. I'm going to give it 9 out of 10 flaming angels into the diving off the pier. Nice. <laughs> wow. I loved it. I- Yay! <laughs> As did maybe Gabby. Let's see. Gabby, tell us. I liked it a bazillion times more than the first two episodes but of the series. bazillion mm-hmm. times zero is still zero, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, shit. Yeah, um, uh, but I'm going to give it Nine out of ten. Whoa! Peers with full sun protection. (laughs) (laughs) That's an SPF 5000 peer. Love it. (laughs) Bazillion. Bazillion. I love this episode. I thought having Spike there, being so jerky McJerkerton at the beginning was great. I thoroughly enjoyed Spike. Spike was awesome. Marcus was cool. Um, Oz and Angel were okay. Um, And, you know, Doyle is someone who's on the show. (laughs) (laughs) But I think um, if I were to judge this episode on the Spike curve, I'm going to give it... um, I'm going to give this show, this particular episode, 9.5 out of 10 poofs. (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay torturing angel angel tachi you know these are like my favorite things ever i hope you have a fan on i hope you have your ac on steph (laughs) you're fanning Uh, yourself with a hand fan you are in the south (laughs) i give it 10 out of 10 (laughs) (laughs) okay we really don't say that (laughs) I do declare. I say that. <laughs> but I give it ten out of ten sadistic child molesting vampires. Oh. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Wow. <laughs> I think our Stephanie's all grown up now. <laughs> that was wow. <laughs> that was un- That was unexpected. I have to fan myself. Um, this is the uh, I would say the first like really standout episode it was awesome having a crossover Um, really really loved the episode and loved revisiting it with you guys and I'll say I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 gay nephews I just love when I, I'm really enjoying the crossover stuff because there's so much built-in backstory that it's it's not like it's beaten over our heads with uh, uh, all the information for the people who haven't been watching. Mm. <laughs> there's a little bit, you, there's it, a little it, bit of it, but not yeah. to the point where it's you're like, oh god, really? You know, so yeah. If like they it. keep uh, filling us in on the on the backstory through Cordy, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something about an arm in a box. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, quotes? Yeah. Okay, you're getting weird with this ring. Since when did you get all Versace about accessorizing? <laughs> <clears throat> um, to coin a popular Sunnydale phrase, duh... 
That <laughs> <laughs> was my, my impression. Wasn't it great? <laughs> so you can tell he's been spending time with Harmony. Yes. <laughs> Dorcas. <laughs> Quickly, to the angel mobile. Away! <laughs> I had the beginning of that. Say no more. Evil's afoot. And I'm almost out of that Nancy boy hair gel I like so much. <laughs> angel is very pale. Paler than most people. <laughs> Not as pale as Oz. <laughs> Are uh, we done? I, I don't have any others. Uh, hey guys, Oz, Angel, nice <laughs> surprise. Thanks. Staying long? A few days. They always like this? No, we're usually laconic. <laughs> that was like 17 quotes. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Great um, episode. Yeah, really good. What are we going to be talking about next time, Robin? Ah, yes. Uh, next week's episode, or next next on Redemption Cast, uh, season one, episode, was it four? four. I fall to pieces. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh-oh. Stephanie's saying, oh, God. Season one favorites. <laughs> really? Hmm. Awesome. Oh, no. I bet there's going to be a blonde damsel in distress. <laughs> we should, you know what? We should have blonde watch. Blonde watch. That's what so. it should be. We got three so far. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll uh, see you next time, and uh, goodbye. Bye. 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 It's just a really long intro. (laughs) It's totally worth it. More Canadian content. If you haven't got it by now, you're gonna get it soon. So